Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spoiler Alert, our weekly talk radio show for movie lovers. This is it, you guys. All month we've been watching, ranking, praising, and discarding Meryl Motion photos, I mean pictures, (laughs) (laughs) and to have a photo of her. Using the iconic Meryl Matrix, we whittle down our big nasty nine films to the final four showdown we see before us. Again, these are almost completely at random, and they do not depict Meryl's best work in the slightest. Uh, <laughs> I'm Sean Dedham, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sonia Stanger. Hi. Who has come tonight dressed as Karen Silkwood. <laughs> <laughs> in a glorious mullet. It's beautiful. And Jeremy Legui, who's doing an absolutely incredible Miranda Priestly illusion. <laughs> also, uh, I was going to make a joke, but then you changed. Uh, it's okay. Let's mm. oh, check that again. i got to yeah, adjust we'll, this microphone here. How well, are you well, guys? Work. Uh, apparently flustered. You are flustered. <laughs> I'm slightly ill, but I'm going to try not to cough into the radio. Yeah, I, when you chuckle, it turns into a cough. I'm giving you real Thelma and Selma realness. Mm. <laughs> you are. <laughs> um, but before continuing, we should pay homage to the films that we have considered this month. Thank you for your service, River Wild, Sophie's Choice, Hope Springs, Death Becomes Her, and Silkwood. We should have been playing the taps, maybe. I was just thinking I wish I had taps <laughs> on my phone. In memorandum. Um, also, all of those were basically chosen by me because none of mine are in the top four. <laughs> uh, so anyway, this leaves us with our faultless four. That is The Bridges of Madison County, Postcards from the Edge, The Devil Wears Prada, and The Hours. Wow. Oh, boy. Glory. Okay, let's get to work. Of these four... Four, which one deserves to come in the very last? Fourth Sonia, place. What is Sonia's choice? Sonia's choice. This could shock some home listeners, and it shocked me. But I thought you were going to say homeless people. <laughs> that's that's kind of what I thought, too. This it? could shock some homeless people. <laughs> Sorry about the whole systemic issues thing. <laughs> um, mine is Bridges of Madison County. For this, real. I can't believe oh. this. I know. I am completely agog. I had, you guys, I oh. sat down today to make my ranking, and I was like, how do I even do this? I don't even know how to pit these four against each other. So I decided to go off of my overall points total for the films. We should we primarily. should mention that this is not which movie is best, but rather which movie is Meryl best in. Meryl's performance. Yes. yes. That yeah. is what we were talking about. Yeah. Still absolutely shocked still, by your decision. My, still mired in your choice, are you? Wow. I know. I w- I'm mired. And as we know, I'm a very indecisive lady, so honestly, I wish we could just give all four of them the award. My mom texted... Uh, thanks, Mom. All all caps. Gasp. <gasps> I know. It's a shocker. <laughs> it is a and shocker. I rewatched clips from it today. It made me cry just watching a clip. <laughs> but I did. Um, and But it's still in fourth But place. you run moved. Wow. I know. I know. I know. Oh I'm not God. happy about it either. <laughs> I feel betrayed. <laughs> Jeremy, what do you feel? Uh, well, <laughs> about... What is the very worst performance of Meryl's from these four? I'm going to put the hours. Okay. And uh, a part of it comes down to sort of, you know, shared screen space. And uh, another part of it comes down to the fact that uh, I don't think that... I don't think it was very Meryl. Of the four, I think it could pretty easily be swapped out for Glenn Close. Interesting. Yeah, I also was... put the hours as the last mm-hmm. because... because Clarissa is does not feel like a realistic person it, to me, and it felt like she Meryl was like, okay, I have to take some big swings here, 
And it felt very calculated where she was just like, okay, there's like two moments where I'm going to do my big acting and I'm going to scream and I'm going to cry and I'm going to collapse and mm-hmm. like just act, act, act. Um, but it felt like a student actress and it just did not, it wasn't what Meryl can deliver. Uh, especially since this film really belongs to Nicole Kidman, mm-hmm. who is the most engaging, has amazing voice, mm-hmm. body language, resting face, nose. The nose, I can't. She it didn't work for you? It didn't work for me. But I, I mean, I like her performance a lot, but the nose it, it takes me out every time. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. No, I thought it, I thought it really, it just disappeared. Like... Nicole, the, Nicole Kidman was not in that movie. That's for fair. Me. She doesn't look like Nicole. Yeah, but. and I just think she was incredible. And Meryl just kind of disappeared and felt a little try hard. I me. think so. Yeah. Did, That's okay, fine. Back to the nose, real quick here. Yeah. Did like? Did you feel like it looked like a fake nose? Yeah. Really? And there's literally a part where her whole face gets red, and you can tell that the nose is yes, a different that color. Is, that, that part is 100%. Yes, I yeah. agree with that. <laughs> but, uh, From I thought, the first second I saw, and maybe it's because maybe, I had seen it before, and I hmm. knew. I don't know. Maybe Virginia Woolf has bad um, blood circulation. And yeah. probably. Because she does have some She was a fra- issues, frail so. English rose. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it just wasn't flooding to her nose. Also, maybe it's just that I wanted something to fixate on in that film other than suicide. Well, that's fair. Because <laughs> My brain was like, here's a happy distraction. <laughs> because that was a major theme. Yeah. It was. It was. It certainly was. Um, I just feel like I'm this whole... I'm already nervous to tell you the rest of my choices. <laughs> you should be. Oh, my gosh. Okay, <laughs> well... You should be. Um, honestly... I feel like we have nothing more to say about that. No, nope. because there's going to be more debate. We thought there was only going to be three, so it's true. Yeah, that's not true. to mention the fact that we are going to hate each other in two selections. Oh, that's but... sad. Oh, <laughs> in two selections. Yeah. All right, what's the third last for you guys? I'll go first. There's a little movie I like to call "Devil Wears Prada." Okay, fair. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, I think that my my criticism before was that the it wasn't Merrillness enough. That was yeah. in in the previous show. That's what we talked about. Um, I watched it again. Interesting. Yeah, I watched two of these movies again, mm-hmm. but um, I it actually kind of lost for me a little bit, and I think it's because she wasn't the main character. She wasn't the focus. Yes. Interesting. And I think because she was the villain, right? That's 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 what she was. I think that. We didn't necessarily lose anything because I don't think there was anything to lose. Like, she played her part in mm-hmm. everything. But that depth wasn't there simply because it didn't have to be. Mm. It was there when it needed to be. There were beats of it. But the whole point is this is what's happening to Anne Hathaway, right? That's what the movie is. That's what the story is. Mm-hmm. She is our quote unquote hero. Meryl Streep's character didn't have to develop. No. Yeah. But she did. She did. But. Not really, did she? Did she? I think so. I think I just... She did crack a second smile, her infamous second (laughs) smile. One thing I found out today... Beside Tom Ford's spring collection. (laughs) One thing I found out today um, is that there was a deleted scene from the film. Oh. In which uh, Miranda Priestly's husband gets really drunk at that ball that they're at, where where Andy's like helping out with everything. And then he insults the chair of the board, the guy who eventually, like, tries to oust Meryl. Right. Um, and Andy, like, steps in and, like, distracts him. And oh. then there's a moment where Miranda Priest, like, turns over her shoulder and mouths, thank you. Hmm. Oh. And there was, like, big uproar about it, I guess, when this surfaced, because everyone was like, it totally undermines the film. 
So luckily that wasn't in there because I think that would have really messed things up. Well, it Maybe. kind of made more sense as to why, like, I felt like her dessert, her divorce, her dessert came <laughs> sort of at random. Yeah. Like, you did mm-hmm. see her and her husband, like, in Fighting. a discussion once, but I feel like it. Because that would there have happened have in more. Paris, right? Mm-hmm. No, not in Paris. In it's the thing before Paris. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, there. But I think it would be that scene would be fine, except for the part where Miranda thanks her. Yeah. Anyway, that's just a fun tidbit. Yeah, if she it. just sort of like left, or even and like gave her a nod. It, yeah. Just a full. But then thank the next you, day was think. like yeah. Would just like put her purse on her desk. Yeah. And then that's like the big gesture. Yeah. Because she's a lady of small gestures. <laughs> exactly. Which I think is to her credit in this role. Yeah. But that's fine. Mm-hmm. We should probably also stay state that these are not bad movies. No, no none right? of them are. No, no, like, no. like we're, we're, we're talking about, uh, you know, it's like uh, the upper end of, well, it's, it's our fourth show about this. right? I don't so. think we ever even gave anything points below the second highest category. <laughs> there was like a very... F- I think nice. maybe like Hope Springs. Like I it was almost below. always double digits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That Matrix. We didn't even need a bottom, a bottom end. I felt like I had to make it that way, you know. Uh, yes. I scored. I think the lowest I scored was seven, which is a fifty percent. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Could be worse. Yeah. What about you, Sonia? Again, hate to do it. Gotta do it. One of my own picks. Although I will add that three of these films are my picks. So. <laughs> yes, you Had did. To. But maybe <laughs> you were swatting at some low-hanging fruit. Maybe. <laughs> Perhaps. I'm willing to admit that. Uh, my second highest, a shock to everyone. Or sorry, second lowest, Postcards from the Edge. I Another know. film I loved, and I love her performance. And I rewatched some clips again today and was like, oh, she's so good. But I just... It just is what it is. And you know what? I agree with you. Whoa. I also put Postcards from the Edge as the second, because or the second lowest, my mistake, because um, even though I did not hate the performance, um, I just, it didn't, it was not as good as the top two. So I had, it was the only place I could go. Um, I just, as I said in the other show, I've heard a lot of Carrie Fisher in this role. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just, like, fully not a lot of depth to this character anyway. So, like, even though she's doing a lot, she sings, she cracks jokes, she gets to have fun overacting in all of these, like, movies within a movie, which is so funny. Yeah. Um, and it's a great film, but it also, I don't think, is one of her top performances. Yeah, I would agree. Ever. Although I did really enjoy getting to see her do comedy. And I think that's something people should let Meryl do more. I every once in a while, like that see that just a clip of her hanging from the window, <laughs> like will just flash in my mind because it's just she, like, so bizarre. Shrugs. Super good, yeah, yeah. And it looks so, like it's you know it's movie magic, so it looks super real. But like watching her like climb on, yeah, you know, and, and just it, like kick it, that stunt <laughs> person out of the way, and yeah. then the green screen like kicks in. It's just super ridiculous and. uh it makes me laugh every single time. It is. I suggest that everyone watch that. And do maybe for our second anniversary, um, each of us will do a musical number, and one of us can do Shirley MacLaine in this film. Yes. <laughs> and then someone else can do whatever happened to Baby Jane, her performance. <laughs> <laughs> we have a whole cabaret plan for our second. Perfect. Year. I look forward it's just to called it. Called Meryl. 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 Um. The okay. Cabaret. Wow. 
I guess we moved <laughs> moved through that pretty quick. We did. You guys, what about number two? Number two? Number the two. The second best film that we have watched in this month. I mean, this is going to reveal a lot because process of elimination. It's true. Those who are keeping track will know what number one is, but we're going we're gonna to tease but it out. We'll, we'll tease it out. I'm sure our listeners don't have a quick, a keen mind for numbers. <laughs> I know I've been struggling <laughs> to do math this whole episode already. <laughs> just In fact, if we just look back at the numbers, some of these might not even have been the ones. But <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, fair, but rude. <laughs> uh, my second place goes to the hours. Really? Yeah. Um, I just... I I I like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I just like and, it. And um, again, rewatched some today. Um, I think the key to Meryl in this film, to what I find so strong, is her reaction. Mm-hmm. Acting is reacting, as a pretentious person might say. And um, she does. That's basically what she's doing. The whole film is like other people are forcing her to have emotional reactions. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, I just think. Do you think they are? Yeah. You don't think they are? I don't know. I feel like when she got that guest, um, which I forget his name. <laughs> Jeff Daniels. When Jeff Daniels. The JD showed up. I feel like he wasn't pressuring her for anything. He was just like, hey, Clarissa, that, like that, I'm here for the thing. And she was like, I'm having a meltdown. That was that's pretty fair. out of the blue. Yeah. That's fair. And I, but I, that was because of Ed Harris. Right. Yes. But so. I, I do think that in that sort of in that narrative and i know it's hard to like split everything up mm-hmm. especially the way that's been made yeah i i feel like yes she was reacting a lot but maybe i don't know maybe i'm not drawn to it because she just really wasn't in control in the way that the other two were sort of of their narrative their stories yeah. yeah and yeah there was a lot of reaction a lot of re- on on meryl's part but uh i Honestly, The Hours would have been a much better movie for me if it was just two hours of the modern time. Like, if we just got to explore all those characters. Mm. And even uh, having Julianne Moore come in, like, at the end as the mom, like, that still would have been pretty satisfying, even without seeing all of her parts. So no, but then, so there'd be no Virginia Woolf? I think that would be a better movie. Interesting. Yeah. I don't think it would. I don't know either. I don't because think so. I think the whole, for me, what holds that movie together and makes it interesting mm-hmm. is the is the literary way in which it's like chapters that yeah. flip back and forth. And I think the complexity of um, like the different choices they have to make, the different choices they do make, the mm-hmm. different relationships they have. Um, yeah, I think that like makes the movie for mm-hmm. me um, because I actually liked it a lot better than I remembered. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know, uh, but that's interesting. Yeah, Sean, how do you, how do you feel the? I guess we'll call it the literary element because there's no other way to. How how did the how did the the word part on screen feel to you? The word part. The word part. Um, Here, let's let's put it this way. Do you guys think it would have been better arranged in chronological order? No, no. I I did like this sort of themes that each woman's life had mm-hmm. even though they they differed in hundreds of years um and that some stories seem to like one of the chapters like you know they don't end actually like they seem to have an ending there but then there you know it continues Mm-hmm. That's, that's very I like how you're to trying say. to be vague <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm like you know you guys but <laughs> 
I know what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I did like the, um, the parallels of these women's lives, and I actually, the hours was one of my the one of my favorite films that we watched this mm-hmm. month. Just her in particular was not my yes. jam. That's yeah. fair, but it's still in the top four. Yeah. But I think also, and for me, part of this is like it's not showy. Her performance, I get what you're saying, where like there are moments where you're like, okay, she is reaching, mm-hmm. but I think it's more muted than the other two performances. Oh, certainly. and so then. I can see why it's like, oh, that she's not the standout, but she kind of holds a lot of it together, I think. Do you think there was some discussion about, like, you know, these three women need to be different, yeah. so you need to, like, leave this area untouched in your performance because Nicole is doing it? Maybe, or I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's hard to speculate on. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I always think about these things, especially upon, you know thinking about it for a month but uh well yeah for sure yeah we've had reflection times mm-hmm. um my second place i put the devil wears prada um and this becomes a second f- for me which um i feel like i also this took more reflection because i originally i was i did not rank it this high um but unlike the previous two uh miranda Priestley, she's given some good lines but most of her characterization is fully Meryl's, like, ideations. Mm-hmm. Like, she chooses to hold that face and that ominous voice, and she's just, like, a real modern-day villainess. Um, and it's also just one of the most indelible characters in pop culture, as probably of all of these on the list, and maybe of her whole career, besides maybe, like, um, Julia Child's characterization is, like, more popular. But you can just see that that silver hair and you know exactly like who this person is yeah it's iconic it is iconic (laughs) and so for those choices that she has made i have put her in number two i'm in full agreement i disagree where did you where did you put the devil again you put her i put it in three but uh i actually had trouble with two and three i i did flip flop i'm happy with where i left it um i put postcards for number two and uh, as you guys, as you, well, as I assume you both knew, I did not realize the Carrie Fisher uh, re- relationship until after I had, I watched it and then I found out after that they were, right. because I sent a text being like, I did not know this. And you guys were like, we both already like, knew that. Dummy. <laughs> what we're, we're, we're really rude to you. We're really mean. It was, uh, it was still funny. Um, I think it just works for me so much better when it's sort of taken as this biopic, I'm going to use that word. Yeah. Because I think she... And not biopic, as I, I always I, say. I don't... I, I, I don't my biggest I problem. I literally just figured out that by... Like, okay... Th- that they were the very, same thing? No, no. Okay. That, like, why it's biopic? Because I was always like, that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Biography. Yeah. Biopic. Like, I was making that leap for some reason. Mm-hmm. And then someone was like, well, no, biography, biopic. And I'm like... Oh. You, you need to elaborate more. So because in my mind, mm-hmm. the shortening of biography and then adding it to pick sounded like biopic. Because mm-hmm. I'm insane. Uh, right. But, but no, but when you short, if you lob short. off biography and put pick, it's, it's biopic. Bio. No, it's biopic. If you're saying it the same. Oh. <laughs> this is like it's yeah, not. No, you're right. Okay. This is tough. Like, like this could matter less. Okay, because <laughs> I'm super. Into, like, because so the pre- like, the prefix itself. Yeah. Is bio right? Which is why I was like, okay, biopic, mm-hmm. and and in my mind, like, 
biography, you shorten it, it's bio. Mm -hmm. But if you're just saying the word biography, Mm -hmm. and then you switch out graphy for pick, it would be biopic. But where does pick come from? Picture. Picture. Okay. Then I That's not the thing in question. This truly doesn't matter. No, but but I, I still don't think it would be called biopic. I don't either. Yeah. But, but I But it rolls off the tongue quite right. easy. Biopic <laughs> right. is yes. how it sounds. Though. But it's but it's like biography, picture, and both words have just been shortened. Yeah. Right? Am I not, that's what it is. Um, I'm freaking out right now. I know. I should call I it a graphiture. But what about a better fusion of them? (laughs) Let's just call it a gif. A gif it is. Let's call the whole thing off. Um, The okay, let's put it this way: the Carrie Fisherness of this movie smells fishy. uh, No, it just it made it better for me, and uh, I really think it's kind of a cool, real not real version of a story, which I'm a huge fan of, and I think Meryl just knocked it out of the park. I think it's it's just. Super accurate to what it would be. The relationship with her mom is so crazy. It is crazy. It yeah. is super entertaining to watch. And it's got such levels of realness. It like like just like, you know, they do love each other. Like it is evident. Yeah. But they kinda really hate each other. And they want the best for each other after themselves, which is hilarious. Yeah. And that's totally what Debbie Reynolds is all about. Like it is yeah. just a hundred percent what Living with her would be like, and she got the last laugh, hangers. didn't she? Did she? I think someone was in a bunch of Star Wars movies, and somebody wasn't. So um, someone was in Singing in the Rain. That's true. Um, speaking <laughs> of singing, <laughs> does Carrie Fisher have a music career? As Postcards from the Edge led me to believe. Yeah. That she got a. She did. She sang. Did she? Yeah. I have no idea. What did she say? Did she have just a con- add that in. A country career? I didn't know. I I don't think she had a country career. I think I don't think she ever had like a career, but I think she like sang. Oh yeah. yeah well, I, everyone carries a tune, I guess. <laughs> Not <laughs> I. Said the song. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys want so much gold medication. She is on fire right now. <laughs> it's really that, funny in my mind. I mean that figuratively, and her temperature <laughs> is through the roof. Yeah, I'm quite sweaty. Well, this room continues to get warmer until the hot summer months. So. Oh, we love spring in Saskatchewan. Mm. Yeah. Do you guys have any more to say about our second choice? I just like our diverse tastes, it's, honestly. It, it, it is We're actually... So diverse. I, I am surprised because I think I could have picked both of your firsts, but after that, I'm a little blown away. I know. Well, but I think it's so hard. You can't I should never be on any kind of judging panel. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, give these kids all a trophy. <laughs> Millennials, am I right? They all did great. Oh, yeah. Participation ribbon everybody, for everyone. Everybody gets a trophy. <laughs> what if we just get one big ribbon and cut it up for everybody? Well, that sounds nice. Oh, Lindsay Is that Lohan. socialism? Mm-hmm. Full Katie Heron yeah. situation. <laughs> <laughs> that movie should win. She's not in it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Not in it yet. They're remaking it next Meryl year. Meryl plays Janice Ian. Oh, my God. I've got a big lesbian crush on you. And then she does a lip purse thing. Um, <laughs> and furtively puts her eyes back and forth. Yeah. I do have a quick question because uh-huh. we are nearing commercial. Yes. But uh, of the bunch, worst movie. Oh. Of the whole bunch? Of the whole bunch. Oh, Hope Springs, oh, for sure. For real. You don't think Sophie's Choice? No. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, that was, neat. That was Sean's choice, was sure. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you guys remember, but if we go back into the archives, I actually put Sophie's Choice to win 
her performance to win in the drama. I understand. Beating out Bridges of Madison County, which is the real gag because BOMC really stepped it up for me. I know. After the fact. So. And that's the thing. Sometimes with distance, our opinions change. Mm, It's true. Sonia, you're worst. I think Sophie's Choice, or maybe that was just the one that I left that left the worst taste in my mouth, maybe. like that I had the most oh. over the most furious opinions about. Mm. The taste was horrible. Hope Springs, I think I liked her so much in that movie, and Steve Carell delighted me in that role. Could but it's get, not a good movie. I don't know. But either of those is fine. The the Tommy the Tommy aspect. I hated him so much. His but. wrinkly face. Oh. What was your? What do you think? Coming into it, it was Sophie's Choice because I do not like that movie, and I still don't like that movie. I think Silkwood's worse. <gasps> yeah. That is a gag, honestly. No, that's a, yeah. I uh, I thought about it some more, rewatched a couple parts after the show, and I was like, this is just a bad movie. Yeah. And uh, the parts where... Would you have liked a, a bit more editing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if it was like an hour shorter. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I don't know. The parts are... The good parts are just so few and far between, and there's so much talent going on, and it's just... You know, Kurt Russell, for all of his skill, is just a shirtless man. <laughs> you know, like that is the perfect. Flag. That is the perfect sort of allegory to what this movie is. It is just yeah. taking really great people and making them nothing. <laughs> Even share. Even share. <laughs> oh, especially share. That wasn't fair. No, <laughs> not fair to share. Did not, not find it fair. To, not fair to share. And there was no. There's no chair for share. No chair for share. No chair for share. Well, I think we have a lot to reflect on after that. Do we dare? <laughs> I think share dare. Share oh. dare ask for that chair. I have to cut this out. <laughs> Let's edit this all out. Tear it. You guys, it's time to now to listen to a word from our sponsors. Run around town finding an unpublished manuscript of the next Harry Potter film. We'll be right back with the incredible crowning of our very first winner of Merrill March Madness with spoiler alert on 91.3 CJTR FM Regina <laughs> Community Radio. Nailed it. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert with Sean Dunham, Sonia Stanger, Jeremy Legui, and our special in-studio guest, Meryl Streep. We are so blessed to have her in studio for the first March Merrill Madness, um, but she's currently training for a role as a devout nun, so she'll be unable to hear her speak. Um, we're going to crown the winner shortly, but first we'll play a game lovingly called The Game. It's game time, people. Oh, my God. You've gotten so good at that fake air horn. Thank you. All right, that you was guys. real. <laughs> <For> <laughs> yeah, those, what are you talking about? <laughs> for those who don't know, if you're just tuning in, The Game is where I spend all week looking for a movie title that these two have not seen. I then tell them what the title is. They tell me what they think it's about. I tell them what it's really about. We all have a good laugh, and time goes on. I will have to update the score of the game, because some people have scored. Uh, I believe Sonia got .5 <laughs> earlier this month. Sonia did Sean, if I'm not mistaken, I think you also have a point. I think he might have, like, a full point. I yeah. think we need to search through the and I think <laughs> the Someone archives. listen back to every episode. And I think that James Brotheridge... Has some points. Yeah, I think he got one one time. Yes, I think if he James has, has more points than me for being on three shows. <laughs> it's like the Oscars episodes. all like over Oscars. again. <laughs> oh How dare you? Well, I hate to tell you guys, but Moonlight has won Best Picture. Anyway. What? James? <laughs> Jeremy? <laughs> His show's called Spoiler Alert. Wait a minute. <laughs> all right. This week's title is called The Laundromat. The Laundromat. The Laundromat. That title again. The Laundromat. The Laundromat. Do you have... Uh, I'll go first. You go first. 
Um, in the laundromat, I believe that Meryl plays a brassy, bossy real estate mogul um, who levels mom and pop shops for fun. <laughs> <laughs> she makes money. She's a heartless goon. She doesn't care. She wears tight little suits. She pantsuits, huh? Pantsuits. Oh, for sure. Well, sometimes pant, but sometimes skirt. Oh, with a pantyhose, and sometimes with a little like a peplum, and she oh. looks real. What is a peplum? Like a bee on wheels. <laughs> we'll tell oh. you when you're older. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a, it's like the pink Power Ranger. How she's got a little skirt on her outfit, but no like one it else like does. flares out Ro- right at the Roger next. that. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Learn something new every day. I don't know why the Yellow Ranger doesn't get a skirt, but here that's neither here nor there. That's her right? choice. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's because the Pink Ranger flies. <clears throat> oh, nailed it. So she, <laughs> I heard. People that wear skirts can fly. Got it. Um, so she is close to a huge development deal, but only a local laundromat refuses to be bought out. <gasps> and so she wages war against this assertive, handsome shop owner, and she eventually softens and becomes a washerwoman. And lives with him. Who, who, play, <laughs> who plays? Who plays the the man? Um, I want to say the, the laundry um, man, Dennis Quaid, because DQ. I nice. got him on my mind. <laughs> DQ. <laughs> Hot eats. Hot eats. Cool, cool treats. Guy that mom loves. Mom's yeah. love. But I, I'm open to casting ideas. I see. Nice. What about Clint Eastwood again? Nah, I don't know. Mm, I wasn't a fan of that. Yeah, he's he's a little on the old side. That's yeah, fair. Yeah, even in. BMO. They could maybe put a bread clip on the back of his face. BMC. <laughs> Sonia. Sonia. I think the laundromat is about, I think it's set in the 90s. So Meryl's oh. like, you know, not, she's like middle-aged almost. Mm-hmm. What? In the 90s? Uh, you, 40s? Mm. <laughs> Meryl's ageless. Anyway. Like, like, are you saying this happened in 1990? Yeah, like or it's set in? This movie's from the 90s, I okay. think. Okay, all right. And 90s Meryl. Meryl, um, thirty years ago. Meryl is is newly divorced and struggling. Um, she has her kids half the time. She's like leading a busy New York life. So, but her apartment's too small for a washing machine, and the machine the machines in her building are just trash. Mm -hmm. So she goes to this laundromat all the time. And one time, Meryl's there and she's doing her washing, and she loses a very important cardigan. That was a gift from her grandmother. Um, and she's like frantic, frantic, frantic. And of course, the cardigan somehow ended up in the machine of a handsome man. Right, amazing. Played um, by. Played by. DQ. Um, probably Dennis Quaid. <laughs> um, and you know, it's just, she's really resistant to love because she's newly divorced and struggling. And um, he just wants to, he just wants to love her. And there's some kind of mix-up where, like, maybe he, like, steals another item of her clothing to try and get closer to her. Oh, one of her and that's, like, socks the third act, you know? whites or something. Yeah, and then she finds out that he did and that it was all a ruse and he manipulated her. And then they uh, end up happy in the end. Wow. That sounds really nice. Yeah. Dang, y'all. Wow, you guys were super close in no way, <laughs> shape, or form. Every time. Not, not, not only that, but, like, this time by a huge margin. So I did something a little different this time. Whoa. This movie doesn't exist yet. <gasps> what? Yeah, it's in post-production right now. What? It's, we can't have yeah, it's got, uh, PP's films in here. Uh, it, <laughs> it, it's, uh, it, so it's an upcoming movie starring, uh, well, top build, Gary Oldman, Meryl Streep. Uh, it, 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 this is what it says on IMDb. This is all I got. Okay. Follows a group of journalists who take part in unearthing 11.5 million files linking <laughs> the world's most powerful political figures to secret banking accounts to avoid taxes. How many files? Oh, like laundering? Yes. 
though I didn't even put that together. That's funny. Oh. Uh, of note in this film, we have Chris Parnell, Antonio Banderas, <laughs> wow. David Schwimmer, Robert Patrick, Will Forte, oh, Jeffrey like Wright. This is a lot of people. So, um, it is a lot a, of men that work at this laundromat. <laughs> yeah, Steven Soderbergh. So acting? No, <laughs> acting. So look out for that in 2019 upcoming upcoming Meryl movies. Wow. Mm. The game is of course you of course brought to you by the best theater in town. The best. The RPL Film Theater. I spent a couple hours in it last night, but well, I'll tell you about it later oh, because that's oh, for what you're woo, watching. Okay, I was going to lead into that, but I am now leading. No, out. I'm, lean that's out, a segue girl. that I don't. Um, <laughs> sorry, Cheryl Sandberg. Go to the RPL. Lead out. <laughs> It's nice, and, uh, you know, there's chairs that you can sit in, not like other fle- theaters where you have to sit on the floor. Yeah, there's like some, hot, <laughs> like some kind of animal. Hot, cheap popcorn. Oh, Are we going to get sued by Cineplex? Um, that's not who I'm talking about. Oh, uh, just those f- theaters <laughs> where you sit on the floor. It's true, yeah. The other theaters in town where you sit on the floor. Mm. Anyway, guys, did you know that something else is going on right now? Um, I have an inkling. <gasps> I'm moving this week. Oh, that's exciting. Is that what it is? No, CJTR's Look and Listen Lottery is on right now. Oh. Oh, this important station fundraiser gives you, the listener, the opportunity to buy tickets to win a grand prize trip if you're choosing to one of four great destinations. We've got Anaheim. We've got Orlando. We've got Tirana. We've got Niagara Falls. Flight, accommodation, activities, and $500 spending cash are included. The second prize is a $1,000 travel voucher. (gasps) The third prize is a Regina Folk Festival experience package, which includes two weekend passes to the Regina Folk Festival this August. Lottery tickets are only... It's the 50th anniversary. Oh, wow. Uh, Tickets are only $20, and there are only 1,200 available. Guys, I just got the numbers from outside. Uh There's four left. Four? Four left. Hurry if you want these tickets. The draw date will occur on air. 8.45 8.45 a.m. on Friday, Mar- on Friday, May 3rd, not March 3rd. That would T- be bad. Yeah, it would be pretty bad. Oopsie. Tickets can be purchased online at www.cjtr.ca slash donate at CJTR's offices at 11028th Avenue or by calling the radio station at 306-525-7274 during regular business hours Monday through Friday. Thank you so much for that information, Jeremy. That was infor- <laughs> stimulating. <laughs> <for him. laughs> oh, man. We'd be great newscasters. <laughs> we, we, we'd like, but making the sounds for the news. We're like shuffling our papers like Walter Cronkite back here. Just fully work. Yeah. I, I could be the voice of the guy who does like the lead segments, like breaking news, sports. What else? <laughs> Entertainment. <laughs> they don't just cut and say, yell sports. <laughs> Lifestyle. <laughs> Sean on the streets. <laughs> just running around with a microphone like you're Billy Eckman. You uh, guys, we have to stop this joking around in the bud. <laughs> because true. now, let's get <laughs> through it. Let's, let's, let's stop it in the bud. <laughs> stop it in the bud. <laughs> Okay, that was my last one. You lesson. guys, I'm an old man. All my metaphors are completely mixed all the time. Uh, anyway, what film took your guys' number one spot this month? Me first? Everyone's looking at me. Yeah. Lady hosts first. Well, you're probably going to name something that's not even on this list. You're so full <laughs> yeah, of shenanigans. Full the of laundromat. Shenanigans. I'm a... I'm a bit of an agent of chaos in this game, is what we learned. Sonia's not good at ranking things. I don't like to judge. But my number one... The Devil Wears Prada. Is it a piece of cinematic masterpiece? No. 
I thought you were going to say yes. <laughs> is it the best <laughs> film of all time? No. Most definitely. Did she get an Oscar for it? No. But it's iconic. And I just can't get away from her Meryl stamp that she put on that role. I truly cannot envision anyone else doing it. It's iconic. She, as you pointed out, Jeremy, not even the main focus of the film. And yet, Who do you remember? Hashtag Sandra Bullock could have done it. No way. Absolutely not. <laughs> I would I... like to see Sandra do it. Yeah, Sandra think... now, maybe. Oh, yes. At that time, no. Well, what year was it? Like 2006. Okay. I think it could have been. I'd say maybe even earlier than that. When was The Blind Side? Like, <laughs> 2000. <laughs> All right. This is, <laughs> we don't need to do this. <laughs> it's purely a guessing game at this yeah. point. Anyway. Well, I appreciate your candor and your vigor, and I disagree with you, as do I. (laughs) Noted. Okay. I say Bridges of Madison County. Sean? I Um, concur. Good. (gasps) Because on second viewing, um, so yeah, I... On second viewing, I doubled down on my decision of the first time. I think it is her best performance on this list. Um, and I believe that because it's a, like it's a more underrated performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I feel like w- we start believing in like the mythos of Meryl is that every time we see her in something, we want to s- go see that she's doing a balls out like portrayal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we w- it's really easy to see a char- let a character just wash over you without these sort of huge swings. Um, but, you know, when we watch her take huge swings, I like the hours, I, it feels weird to me. Um, but when she does a little quiet performance like this, I think it's really strong. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, we see Francesca in this. She, you read her, um, misery and how she's, her invisibility to her family. And you can see all of this, like, that one opening scene with she's just, like, making supper for, or dinner for her family. And you read basically in the entire history of this woman in this mm-hmm. one like two minute like scene and it's kind of incredible and also we need to talk about how the climax of the film is her literally saying zero things mm-hmm. and keeping an expressionless face and how it is like the height of it is like a climax of emotion and how incredible is that honestly can i change my vote <laughs> no um, that was compelling, Sean. Basically, oh, yeah. I did watch. I watched more clips this week, and I was just like, "Oh, this woman is just like, it's just so good. It's really good." Yeah. Um, well, as I said, I agree with Sean. Um, it's. I think it's. I think it's probably the best movie on the list. That aside, the Clint Eastwoodness of it <laughs> is very good. Mm-hmm. That aside, and I do. I do have to give some credit to Clint Eastwood for this. But it is just both of them acting flawlessly. And they control, all, like, obviously, you know, editing and directing, huge part of this. But they control all of the emotion, mm. regardless of what's going on. When they do talk, it's super meaningful. And then when they don't talk, the scene, the, which is the iconic scene, of them on the bridge, where, like, they're just, like, he's just taking, like, the pre-pictures. And they're just kind of, like, hanging out. And it's awkward. is super great. And you learn so much about them. And, like, I remember being young watching this and being like, why is this so awkward? Like, what is the... And then when I grew up and became an adult, it was because, oh, they're, like, they're interested in each other. And I understood something was going on not knowing anything about being an adult. So... Interesting. Yeah. They're, the, both of their performances are just 
out of the park fantastic. And she's in the bridge and she just is like watching him and then she just is like who like slapping her face a bit. Just like it's just crazy. <laughs> and by doing, I feel seen for the first time. Not to yeah. mention the stupidest joke on the planet. About the flowers? You're yes. holding poisonous flowers. Yes, which is, is very funny, but also like... So silly. Yes, so it's like very flirty and, you know, all these very subtle touches. But you see and, her acting like such a silly... Like she just feels like giddy in that yeah. moment. She's like, I don't even know why I said that. I'm, yeah. I'm such a little girl right now. <laughs> It's Sean's impression of Meryl might be better. It's my favorite. It's my favorite. Would you like me to give you the points totals, boys? Yep. Is it time? Yes, I think we need to assemble. <laughs> Meryl team, assemble! <laughs> um, all right, in fourth place. Fourth with place. Five points. Five points. The hours. By the Well hours. deserved. In third place with seven points. Postcards from the edge. Mm-hmm. And controversially, there is a tie for we first need, place. We need to work on some new systems. We have <laughs> more ties. This than isn't. A, I don't think we can preferential balloting right. <laughs> but we do have a tie: nine points each for the Devil Wears Prada and uh, Bridges of Madison County. I almost said postcards. <laughs> Bridges of Madison County, but because majority rules at this house. Yes, at this house. Mm-hmm. Bridges of Madison County is our winner of Marshmallow Madness. Congratulations, Bridges of Madison County. You win a year subscription for Rosetta Stone <laughs> to help you. Well, actually, we should be talking to Meryl. She is in the room with us. To help you start training for your next role. And thank you, Meryl, for giving us a plethora of rich films mm-hmm. and characters to jam into this month. Do you have anything to say, Meryl? Oh, you just did a deep curtsy, and your eyes are misting up with emotion? It's so beautiful. You don't have to say anything. Oh, Meryl, I love you. I'm such a fan. Do you guys actually see her? Or Jeremy, <laughs> please. There She's are four Jeremy, mics. play in this space with us. She's behind me, isn't she? <laughs> play in this space. Say yes. Accept the offer. Come yes on. And, yes, girl. and, girl. Oh, what an exciting time. Oh, wow. You guys, you guys, we we did it. We, we let's, did it. Let's... Caught for ourselves. Snaps. Oh, thank you, Meryl. <laughs> she kindly patted all of us on the back. That, that was, was a gentle. lot of Meryl Streep movies. Next month, Michael Bay. Heck no. <laughs> Bay April. <laughs> April? April. <laughs> there aren't enough, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. At least nine. He's got, he's got, he's got yeah. films. You have no idea. I won't. Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. by themselves, right? <laughs> Like, um, Transformers? There's, There's like 87 of those Yeah, there movies, are like yeah. 87 of those. All right. Haley Stanfield. Okay, you guys. <laughs> what you been watching this month besides with the eponymous? I mean, not eponymous. Anyway, without Meryl in it. No Meryl. Um, may I go first? You yes. may. Some time ago, I watched a movie. That movie's title? Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Oh, no. Mm. I was, Wait, the first one? Yeah. I was charmed i thought it was such a good movie i have watched it a few times since i think it's really great okay this past weekend oh no wow we rented a little movie oh no called fantastic Beasts and where to find them Two: the crimes of grindelwald yes of course yes it is so bad this is incredible you both have given me such things to think about i am the exact opposite when it comes to grindelwald did you watch this movie Yes, I thought you... it was much better than the first one. That twist? 
Oh. That twist. That twist that just interrupts all of Harry Potter canon? Well, okay, yeah. Canon aside. Canon, canon aside. Canon aside, it's still a bad movie. They, like, there's, oh, okay. Let's start a movie. Jerry remember, and I have never firmly agreed this hard. Remember? I'm glad you bring you guys Remember together. all that stuff we did in the first movie? It yeah. didn't work. Didn't so, matter. So, so let's just bypass that entirely. Number two, where, like, where was any setup or delivery of, like, you know what? Oh, you, this character is going to meet with the bad guy. Now I'm a bad guy, too. Did it take any coaxing? It did not. <laughs> All right. The, the bad guy's going to say his big evil plan. Wow, that sounds really reasonable and thought out. <laughs> Maybe we could help them. Wait a minute. Is this the same plot as Black Panther? It is the same plot as Black Panther. Also, oh. it was a metaphor for fascism. That's why it was supposed to sound reasonable. Yeah, no, I got it. Okay. But still, come on. <laughs> oh, oh you got metaphor, it? With honey. all those banners yeah. and everything? Yeah, no, I understood. He's lying. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, oh, man. Yeah, oh, I'm so sorry for your spent time. Um, Shonovan, how do you feel about Jude Law as Monster Bad. Really bad. Very, very bad. <laughs> it was meh. I, it just... how, did, how did he de-age that rapid? Anyway, I, the timelines are messy. I, I would like to know how wizards age. Not. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't. In make the next one, he'll get hit with an age spell, and that's why he'll look the way he looks. And then <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson will try and kill him, and he'll try and shock him, and that'll age him more, just like in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're really cheating. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> Sorry about all your hopes and that's dreams. That's fine. That's fine. I'd like seeing cute magical animals. All right, let's move on. We well, can't we can't dwell on Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Grindin, you can't even you can't even bother to know his name. I don't want to bother. Uh Jeremy, don't get upset. Will not. Mine is about a streaming series. Seriously? Can we not? But is it's this? a streaming but series. But it's <laughs> short. It's a short series that almost could be a movie length. Okay. Fine. What I'm talking about is Shrill from Hulu. Mm, I really want to watch that. It is Oh my god! I have no, like I, I've, I've not even heard of this. I hadn't heard about it either. Friend of the show, Rhiannon Ward, was like, "We need to watch this because <laughs> it's loosely based on um, the memoir by Lindy West, one of my favorite living people." Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, uh, it stars Aidy Bryant and uh, every other comedian you love, basically. Yeah. And oh. it's about her navigating the world as a fat woman who um, works at an alternative weekly um, and. It's just about yeah. It's it's sort of about her like navigating the world and her feelings and how much space a, a woman is allowed to take up. And um, it was so amazing. We cried every episode. Um, also, mm. one of my favorite comedians, Patty Harrison. Oh my god, she's, she's like so. She's this good. trans comedian that is like so bizarre and weird and dirty. And she, from clips, I just see that she's this mean coworker. She's a snarky she, assistant, and she looks amazing. Um. She's so good. She's like the standout of every episode, even though she only has a handful of lines. That's exactly the role I want. She's incredible. Walk in, say something sassy, steal the show. And they custom made all of A.D. Bryant's costumes, so the clothes are amazing. Um, This isn't a spoiler, but there's a scene where she goes to a fat babe's pool party. And like that... What's a fat babe's? A fat babe's pool party, like a a pool party that's like body positive and um, encouraging of fat fat people who don't feel comfy... 
Is Fat Babes like a brand? No, it's like a, a pool party for fat babes. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought <laughs> Dude, we were talking capital. I know. It sounds capital like when, I, when you say it like that, it does sound like that. And <laughs> trademark, trademark, trademark. Just so we're all clear. TM, TM, TM. Just so we're all clear. Do not Google that. Fat babes. <laughs> no, I mean, do. We all need to normalize that a bit. Fair enough. Okay. Um, we got to climb that mountain now. And like that half hour of television alone, like, buoyed my soul and nurtured me for the rest of this year. It, it's really good. Anyway, they only made six episodes because apparently that's like all they had time to make in 80s time off SNL. Um, so I'm really, really hope that they make more. Yeah. Because it was unsatisfyingly short. Honestly, mm. maybe she should just take a break from SNL and do... <laughs> this is a much better use of her talent. Seriously. She's amazing. Anyway. I wouldn't take a break from SNL. That's a bad, that's a bad career move. I know. Wow. You, you do your time. Yeah. Yeah. Like jail. Mm. Anyway, this week, Sonia, yesterday actually, Sonia and I had the biggest pleasure to host the Talkies at the RPL, um, who is our beloved show sponsor, as you might remember from earlier this hour. Oh man, that was foreshadowing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we watched a little film called Little Italy. Is it bad? Yeah. It's incredibly bad. (laughs) And it was, this is a 2000. It's real bad. (laughs) Everyone uh, talks like this. The that, whole movie, even though they're in Toronto. <laughs> um, which you can go to with the Look and Listen Lottery. Oh, good tie-in. Oh, my God. He is on fire. Um, it's a 2018 film, but you would never know it by its relationship to race or how much, like, any... Just basically anything. Anything. <laughs> it seems like it's from the 2000s, or like, early 2000s. It's a Romeo and Juliet plot about two warring pizza restaurants. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that part. And it stars... Um, Emma Roberts and a very road hard Hayden Christensen. He looks rough. <laughs> who in real life is 10 years older than her, but Ooh. on screen reads is 20 years older than her. Yeah, it's and shocking. they play it as though they're the same age. They play it as if they're the same age, yes. <laughs> um, and every, yeah, as Sonia said, every single person in the village speaks with this hard Italian New York accent, even though they live right in Toronto. But you also would never know that they live in Toronto. Dude, like, Hold on. Is it set in Toronto? It's set, set in, in Little, Little Italy, Italy in which Toronto. Which is a real place. Oh, okay. All right. And, but, like, I'm sure there are I, people I, in Little Italy who have Italian I just assumed it was accents. in New York. Like yes. From the... That's what the actors assumed as well. <laughs> <laughs> and so they were all doing this. Great choice. You're like, oh, it's Brooklyn. Oh, no, it's not. Okay, just an- I'll answer this question, yes or no. Do they both die at the end in some way that's related to pizza? Sadly, no. <laughs> I, that would have been great. Or, like, one of them falls in a... They both climb in the oven, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of, it's Romeo and Juliet. It's some of the worst chemistry I've ever seen. It's crazy. How do you guys feel about Emma Roberts in general? I like, but they, I, she's not great as this sort of, in this role. And Mm. I think she was trying, like there were moments where I was like, okay, she's like quite charming. She's like sunny and cute, but like the writing was so bad. Their chemistry was the opposite of chemistry. Yeah. The only thing it made me want is pizza. Are you and there was it's geology. There was an insane part where one sabotages the other by putting weed in the pizza sauce, mm-hmm. and it made people act. The audience acted, or not the audience. The customers acted in the most insane, on highway. They just like old ladies started stripping. Everyone started like humping. It was like it was so. It weird. was. It's un- the it was like no one has ever heard of marijuana before. It's true. It was. It was wild and. I kind of suggest that you all watch it because <laughs> you will want to eat pizza and you yeah. will laugh, laugh, laugh. Oh, we laughed. 
Uh, all right. I'd like to thank Saskatoon Cigaries for letting us use their theme song, Manituna, and our generous sponsor, the RPL Film Theater. Thanks to everyone at CJTR and all of you for lending us your ears. The show is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6, rebroadcast Friday mornings at 9, and is avail- available as a podcast on the CJTR website, Spotify, and Apple Play. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, so give us a follow. I'm going to drive Meryl Streep home. Have a good night, y'all. Good night, Meryl. See you next week, Meryl. Bye. Bye. Ooh.